1: Nebraska Preps post game with Damon Benning and Jacob Padilla.
0: Yep, you heard the big voice, guys. Nebraska Preps post game. I'm ODB Damon Benning. That is my main man, my ace, boon, Jacob Padilla. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty well. Damon, how about you? Well, you know what? It uh, tonight's a little <laughs> nerve wracking, as is tomorrow to start girls' Class A <laughs> state uh, finals. So. You know, just a parent, a day in the life of a parent. One of my kiddos playing for a chance to go to state. The other opens as a prohibitive underdog <laughs> against the defending state champs in Lincoln Pius. And that's no slight against Nor' uh, North by any means. <laughs> no, no, they, they definitely have their work cut out. Uh, so we'll get to that here in a second. Well, why don't we stay right there? Well, we'll start with the uh, girls class A. And uh I, you're obviously starting with Pius yeah. and then everybody else. I, I won't tell that to Brace and, and the <laughs> Miller South uh and the Miller South Patriots, but you got to start with the defending state champs.
1: Oh, absolutely. And <laughs> nobody in the state has an answer for Alexis Markowski and the way they play around her it makes them so tough to defend. It's not like they've got lights out three-point shooters spread all over the floor, but they still find a way to get her the ball and Julian Ashoff's a really good point guard. Um, one of the best passers uh, in the state.
0: Uh, one of the few that knows yeah. how to utilize post-entry. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a lost start, which makes sense, considering very few play with a post. Yeah. She's uh, got a lot of
1: practice at that over the last few years. <laughs> yeah. and She can mix in a little, uh, little more of the flashier passes in addition to the fundamental stuff like that. So, um, yeah, they're just tough for anybody to stop. There's nobody that really has somebody to match up with her.
0: Although... Uh, Miller North has <laughs> a couple yeah. of traditional post players. Well, they'll have some fouls to give. Uh, starts with Sidney Anderson, who it's very rare, but Alexis could be looking almost at a peer in terms of size. Not necessarily in athleticism, but one that could match her in post height.
1: Yeah, and uh, I watched them play um, uh, one of the last games of the regular season there uh, uh, the, against Marion, and she came off the bench and she yeah. – She changed some things defensively. She blocked a couple of shots, um, got a couple of rebounds in there, and then you've got her coming off the bench behind Kaylee Kessler, who's their leading scorer, um, and uh, a good post presence as well. So you're right that they've got a couple of people they can throw at uh, Markowski, but it's also – the players on perimeter are going to have to be up in the face and making those, those post entries tough as well because nobody's going to be able to stop Markowski once she catches it low.
0: Yeah, that's the thing, right? You have to pressure. You have to pressure the ball handler to deny some of those clean entry looks. And you know, Miller, Miller North will have to count their fouls. How how many fouls do they have to give? And then in turn, you know, they run a little high post on their on their end of mm-hmm. offense as well, where maybe you force Alexis to guard a little bit and see if. You can't slow her down that way a little bit because uh, offensively, she has very few peers.
1: Oh, for sure. Um, and so that's first round. On the other side of that bracket, you got Lincoln Southwest and Central, who could be a really good first-round matchup. I think you like that top five, really. Um, you, you can feel like that could have gone any other order,
0: the the two through uh, five kind of in that right. range. Really wow. strong push late in the season for Lincoln Southwest, which included a win over Central. And that was on the tail end of Central coughing up a few big leads. They, they lost an 8-9 point lead to Southwest. They'd lost yeah. the big lead to Millard South. Central, young in some key spots, figuring out how to win those games, but uber talented, but they're going in to maybe the best defensive team yeah. In the field in Lincoln Southwest. And that's
1: going to be a really fun freshman guard matchup there with Ania Jones and Amy Williams' daughter, Kennedy Williams, who's second leading scorer, um, uh, about two and a half steals the game, um, getting after it defensively, um, can shoot the ball pretty well. She's she's having a really good freshman year, just like uh, Ania Jones is. And it'll be fun to kind of see how those two battle against each other. And then Central does have that size inside. They do. Um, they've got the length with uh, Powell and
0: uh, keep, uh, keep, keeping Powell yeah. out of foul trouble yeah. will be key because they'll get so active. And and, and Lincoln Southwest is a, is is a handful. Very deliberate on offense. They score just enough, but when you defend and you guard as a team the way that that, that they do, I mean. Is, since Central, Central have their hands full, what did they learn from their last meeting okay. just a couple of weeks ago? Will be key for me,
1: and, and that's gonna that's gonna be the key for Central is how can you stay in it mentally and keep keep that consistency because we've seen how good they can be at stretches, yeah. and we've seen it get away from them with the shot selection, with the turnovers. They're not not, to not too steady. many teams have had Miller yeah. South
0: down twenty points. Yeah, that was really <laughs>
1: impressive. I, I was there at that game. I was like, wow, this is Central's got something here, and then the uh, Millard South just kept firing away and um some turnovers, some missed shots that weren't falling early in the game and they couldn't they they couldn't kind of get the train back on the tracks. But so that's gonna be the key. Have they learned how to be able to kind of weather the storm and, and battle through some some adversity um throughout an entire game.
0: Yeah let's flip over to the bottom half and, and start with the Millard South Patriots young Relatively athletic. They can shoot it. They went through a stretch a couple of weeks ago where I felt like they were maybe peaking. I mean, they were scoring <laughs> yeah. points uh, plenty and turning teams over. That's the way that they love to play. 23-1 yeah. and one this season. Um, only faltered one time.
1: And they've they've got so much offensive balance, and that's the yeah. key. Where you've got, uh, obviously, Babbitt's over 18 a game. Uh, Chloe Lemon and Core Olsen over 14 a game. And then you've got Megan Belt chipping in 12 a game as well. And they've got a couple other um, key rotation players as well that kind of m- make their mark here and there. So that's, that's the tough thing about them. They just spread you out. They drive, they kick, they drive, they kick until they got a wide-open three or a lane to the basket. Yeah. Um, and they're going to get up and uh, pressure you a little bit too, try to get you sped up and force you into some bad decisions.
0: How do you like the matchup?
1: I haven't seen much uh, from Lincoln East this year. Have, what have you seen? I'll
0: tell you what they can handle it right so they're a little smaller um they can play a ton I, last year i used yeah. to joke that he he would they, they would sub like hockey lines right it would be four on four off five on five off they're very adept that's what made them such a thorn in the side for millard south a year ago yeah. handling that pressure a ton of state ton of experience and, yep. and they're used to winning and they they won't fear. Yeah, they won't they won't fear Millard South's prowess. Uh, that one's, in my opinion, for as good as Millard South is, kind of a tough game for me to pick decisively because depends on if Millard South. And I know it's a make or miss yeah. league, right? Yeah. But I think East can handle the pressure. It's can Millard South continue to shoot it well.
1: Yeah, and that's going to be a key for a few of these teams. You've got s- some teams that are um, really three point dependent. Central, I think, is that way at times. Right. Uh, Millard South, I would say, and then Fremont. We'll talk to them, uh, talk about them shortly. But they also a team that's going to get those shots up. So um,
0: well, let's go to Fremont. Yeah. Coming <laughs> off the performance of a fifteen made threes the other night, they have got quite a tandem, led by Miss McCabe. Um, she's got the full complement. Her arsenal is locked and loaded. That toolbox is complete. <laughs>
1: Forty-three percent from three on over two hundred and twenty attempts this yeah. season. She's not a small sample size,
0: right? Out, she gets it up,
1: and it's not like she's getting easy catch and shoot looks all day. She's she's pulling off the dribble. She's pulling from well beyond the line. Like she's by, she's clearly, I think, the best shooter in the state, um, just in terms of the volume, efficiency, and uh, shot uh, variety. And that's, I think, that's why you see her um, already committed to a good program in Iowa. Um, so 24 a game and does a little bit of everything rebounds, assists, steals. So she just she's a phenomenal player, and she's got some good pieces around her with Charlie Earth and Macy Bryant uh, and uh, Sarah Shepard. So they've got some pieces.
0: Yeah, Shepard name is it's okay in Fremont these yeah. days, right?
1: And there's another
0: young one too. Yeah. Just a freshman there, Emily. <laughs> so. it's, it's 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 strange, right? As we flip over to the opponent, not afraid to talk about youth, yeah. Whether it's in programs. Or class size, <laughs> right?
1: Yeah, you got North Platte uh, on the other side there. Um, 16-6 record this year. And uh, led by Gracie Hanniborg, who multi-sport athlete. And she's over 18 a game this year. It's Knows really how to impressive. win. Yeah, really impressive senior season.
0: Knows how to win. Uh, their district had uh, Miller North, Bellevue East uh, as well. And, and handled a very scrappy Bellevue East bunch. North Platte made it not a very fun place to play. It's already tough to win on the road. You take a young team like Bellevue East, you have to go to North Platte, you know, a full four hours and then some, especially on a bus. Uh they can make it tough on you. People wondered if those wild card points were for real. I believe they are.
1: Yeah. And again, if you're looking one on one matchup, you got Two of the top, I think, four scores in the classic yeah, field, right in, in McCabe and
0: Hannibal. <laughs> well, that that actually, f- for me, may be the biggest changing in styles, yeah. right? If you just look at contrasting styles, how each team likes to play, that one is perhaps the most different. You could convince yourself that that East could match up with Millard South. You could you could see if Central, um, that one offensively, I guess, is different. Yeah, Southwest, a lot more methodical, but the way that they defend and can guard, it's a good matchup for Central. You could see the balance there. We we talked about being able to match paint presence, if there is such a thing with Alexis Markowski. Miller North may be the closest thing to it, yeah. uh, with a couple of different ways that they can do it through the post, playing that little high-low, that high-low game that they like to run. So, I mean, that it's... Interesting matchup in the first round. I like I
1: like how I, this bracket I, shook outside out. outside of yeah.
0: Elkhorn North. It kind of held true to form as as it did all year, right? I mean, I think most people thought the top five were were Pius, Millard South, Fremont, Elkhorn North, and Millard South, right? It's kind of what people, most people thought. And the, and oh, excuse me, Omaha Central. I said Millard South yep. twice. Um, and that's kind of what you got outside outside of Millard North, yeah. or excuse and, me, Elkhorn North
1: and Southwest, kind of coming up and tell you what the second their second half the season
0: yeah. um i i was not i liked southwest i didn't love yeah. them as much as some of the coaches in the metro did and this was probably what month we in march this is probably about halfway through january and uh, i got an email from a metro coach and he said hey might want to turn your attention to lincoln southwest i think they have a chance to crash that fremont central millard south lincoln pious party I said okay, well, and and shortly thereafter that they got central and started to real. I watched them play against Miller North. That is a now they only scored forty some points, but then they gave up twenty six yeah. against Miller North. And I said, yeah, <laughs> they defend, they yeah. guard. They're they're for real.
1: And like I said that's kind of that stretch. I think that that's going. It was at Central. They went and won at their gym, right? Yeah. So I think that's kind of where you. Said, I think they okay, ran down a nine
0: point lead. Yeah,
1: they got something going here, yeah. and they were both finished nineteen and two record this season. So they. Uh, kept it rolling right into postseason here, and they
0: believe. I-, I think you'll like their. I think you'll like their mental toughness. That's a that's a that's a savvy bunch. Uh, you, let's jump over to B real quick because that that field is complete. Uh, we'll get to districts tonight for A, uh, for the most part. Yeah, and B yeah. we're complete. Blair with the huge upset, right? Yeah. Sixteen a one uh, against Alliance. Blair gets in with at a, with a ten and eleven record. But they believe, right? I mean, that's one of the better feel-good stories heading into heading into Class B state.
1: Yeah, and that was <laughs> I, definitely that. I, I was really surprised to see that. That's a heck of a season. I mean, they're just kind of what round five hundred there, yeah. um, not really uh, kind of a standout season in any way. And then to jump up when it matters the most and get two big wins—that um, was a great job by that program.
0: Waverly kind of weathering the storm. Uh, the most interesting, though, I, I I think you do you like their matchup with uh, with with Waverly and, and what they're bringing to the table.
1: Uh, yeah,
0: Waverly they kind of teetered down yeah, the stretch. Their offense left them a little, but their defense has been portable.
1: And and then they went and got it done here uh, in, in district play. Yeah, and, and played fairly well. They played their style and got the wins they needed to. So, um, I I think you definitely give Waverly the edge there. Uh, but I mean. The team can pull off um, the kind of upset there to, to to make it here. Who's to say they can't keep it rolling?
0: Yeah. How about the matchup for round three with Platteview and Elkhorn? Right? I mean, you had the overtime loss uh, for Platteview. Then they got them at the holidays. And now we'll see. I think both teams are vastly different. Elkhorn kind of settled in. Shook off some of those early season. You and I, we said to us. Something appears to be off. That's a better team than kind of what we saw. They hit their stride a little closer to the end. And Platteview continuing to play well. I know they feel like they're playing with house money, but now getting contributions from Weeble House down the stretch. We we talk all the time about the law firm of, of Riley and Draper, and Connor Milliken goes without saying. It's interesting where you can just pencil in a guy to go for 27 a night, and he's not going to let you down. I mean, that's – just don't get out of bed and do that. that. That's a very interesting matchup of contrasting styles. Elkhorn very deliberate. Platteview can't get enough shots up.
1: Yeah, and it seems like Elkhorn's kind of steadied things a little bit. Um, they had a couple of tough losses in the middle of the season. Uh, and I and think clearly weren't playing their best basketball. But they, they're kind of rounded into form here now and uh, got back to, I think, what they want to do. Um, and they're executing at a much better level. So, that's definitely gonna be a fun one. Um like you said, we have already seen a couple of good ones between uh yeah. these two teams. So um I, I'm all I'm all for rubber matches and uh when you get close
0: matches in the previous games. Who do you feel the best about? We have yet to talk about Scott and um Norris. We've got uh wait, so I'm missing four. Who am I other what's my other Mount my other Michael? Two? Uh yeah, Mount Michael has uh Beatrice. Yep. Yeah. The orange, which you know, they bit a couple of teams early, and we're thinking, was that a bad loss or a good win? I didn't feel like we had a good gauge on Beatrice. Maybe that was just me.
1: Yeah, I mean, and they've
0: been a little up and down. They, they've kind
1: of ha- had some good stretches, got some good wins, but then they also kind of faltered in some games against some of the other better teams, so you weren't really sure um, kind of what to think about them, but – they do have a, a good group. They don't have a whole lot of depth, but no. they, kind of their core five there, they're capable. Um, Elliot Juergens is a really good point guard. Caden um, Glenn um, is playmaker on the wing. Uh, um, they got uh, – uh, what's his name? <laughs> Devin Smith can, can really catch fire and shoot from the perimeter. Um, and, and Bennett Crandall inside uh, is a crafty finisher. Um, so they, they've got a pretty well-balanced starting five there um, that – they definitely won't be an easy out.
0: How do you feel about? How do you feel about Elkhorn Mount Michael?
1: I I think they're they're playing pretty well right now. Um, I, I think obviously that uh, that district game against Sydney uh, got got a, out of hand in a hurry, uh, uh-huh. but they came out and they took that game right away. Just. Um, Put it on cruise control. City kind of
0: left no doubt. City could
1: could barely get over half court in in the first half or in the first quarter. Um, I think it was twenty eight to ten after one. I was kind of watching the stream for a little bit there, just kind of see um, the start of that game. And they were locked in, and they were they're again after it. I think again we've talked about before. Four years have been leading up to this for this team. I think you know they're going to leave it all out there. I think they're trying to really kind of gear it up here now that um, the, the final stretch run is here and their last chance to play
0: together. you feel like you know the most about Scott? I don't know if I know the most. Um, I, I still think kind of the... the they the, appear to be the most consistent. Yeah, um,
1: over the second half of the season yeah. for sure. Right. Um, when, once they kind of learned um, kind of rules for guys. And that's kind of the... He the, had some new pieces, yeah. right? I mean... And, he, and that's the, the... where He, gra- he graduated the a few winners. Yeah, so... <laughs> I think you can absolutely believe in their defense. And that's one thing that uh, Coach Jurgens has done a phenomenal job over the last few years. No matter the personnel, they've had different kinds of teams. Um, They had some really important players leave, and they just kind of kept that defense rolling, and it's happened again this season. And it's not like they've got um, individual lockdown stoppers up and down the lineup. It's just they play really well together. They're really well coached, um, and and they are tough to score on. Um, So I I think offensively, just to kind of – what are you going to get from guys three through six there? And they got some young guys, some inexperienced guys that haven't played at State before. Um, so are they going to be able to kind of step up in the moment, especially if teams are really loading up against uh, Luke Scar and Charlie Fletcher? Yeah, Charlie
0: Fletcher is going to be the guy for me. He's going to get the most backcourt pressure. I think people are going to try to cut him off, right? The proverbial take the head away. Uh, and I think it starts and ends with Charlie Fletcher. Big shot taker, big shot maker.
1: And, and that's how Elkhorn Mount Michael beat him in the, the first game of the yep. season is um, – uh, Parker Hodovey came in and just locked Fletcher down, made him work for everything that he got. Uh, and he had a tough game. And you, you take him out of being an efficient high-level scorer and also playmaker for others, then where's that offense going to come from? And they weren't able to k- generate enough to keep up with Mount Michael where well, you've got four or five guys Man, that, could, that could be um, your number one scorer on any given night.
0: Uh, Kun Kuhn has he, uh, come along the last second really the developed in a
1: and that's I think that's a testament to um, Coach Spooner's development and uh, Coon's work uh, because even early in the season um, he wasn't really making a big difference last year um, he kind of shot up you could see some of the physical tools but he wasn't quite ready Um, he kind of had him playing JV varsity back and forth he didn't give him he didn't just give him the 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 varsity jersey at the start of the year really made him made him earn it and this season he's kept getting better and they um, a, a handful of games back, I don't remember when exactly it started, but they decided they they put um, Kyle Palin and Park Hodgey on the bench, yeah. uh, two seniors that have played a lot of the basketball for them, and decided, all right, Coon, this is your spot now. Let let's go, um, let's go roll with this group, and he's really uh, made that made that decision look smart with it, the way he's played the last few games.
0: How do you like what? What do you think happens in in A districts tonight? Ooh, that's. <laughs> Um, t- does Coach Feekin and company, do they have a defensive effort in them tonight against Millard North? <laughs> <laughs> I, I it would they, take one heck of a defensive effort. I was going to say,
1: I think they've got an effort in them. Uh, I don't know <laughs> that it's going to be enough to, um, to to keep up with Millard uh, North. And we, we just saw them record, classic I record, 113 100. points in, in the the district semi against Norfolk And Is there a uh,
0: team that you'd least like to see get going? <laughs>
1: when they get oh, yeah. going
0: and they start having fun it turns into ringling brothers barnum and bailey i mean it is a full-fledged circus because then
1: they're locked in on defense and that's leading to transition looks <laughs> yeah. and you got guys even when they're missing they're getting the tip-ins and the putbacks and all that stuff so that's that's the tough thing about them is when when they're playing well it takes so much defensive effort to get a stop and a board Yep. And then to secure the ball, too, and because you know they're going to get up and press you a little bit um, at times, too. Try to get the cheap one, uh, quick turnaround, and run it back the other way. So it, you've got to be mentally locked in for all 32 minutes. You can't let them get going. You can't give them easy buckets on top mm-hmm. of this, the hard stuff they're going to make. And you can't let the, those tough shots kind of um, get you discouraged. you just got to stick with your game plan. And we know um, Coach Feakin's going to coach those guys up, but there are also a lot of young guys out there. Um, so... That's that's a, that's a tough one for uh, a freshman-laden group there to to draw in, the, in their first uh, or the okay, final Bukorski game.
0: Pakorski coming off the good fourth quarter. We kind of took know, about take the game over. That's a little strong, but the offensive load he shouldered against Grand Island got them over the Humble. We'll see if he's got one more in him. Um, a very interesting one was Central and Papio South. As if there isn't familiarity, let's hope it doesn't breed contempt. Now, we know that, Papio South played Central with Daenerys Dempsey not scoring a point, but that was while he played. Yeah. This time there is no Dempsey. Papio South has learned to play differently without him. That one that one intrigues me a little bit. It'll
1: be fun to see Jay Dawson and Daniel Brocao kind of go at it. Those yeah, two neither are ga- teammates. Broquel will together. not back
0: down from anybody out there. No. Um, so, that
1: yeah, like he said, they Central played Papio South twice, and Dempsey, I think, was a big part of the first one. Yeah. Second one, um, Central really completely took him out of the game. Um, so now this is round three with a completely different look for Papio South. And we'll see if um, kind of what Central does to change our game plan. Yeah. Um, c- to kind of match up with the different way that Papio South is playing now. But that was a good win over Lincoln Southwest. Uh, won by about 13 points there. And um, just kind of steady got took care of business. And Central obviously... Had the, the track meet against Omaha Burke, put up 90 points. We know they're capable once they get going, once they get in the open floor of um, really putting up the points. So, um, yeah, that, that'll that be a fun one. Um, we'll see if Brocaille can muster up another huge effort. I, know, I think Graham Kassout, the last um, handful of games, has played at a much higher level. I think he's got a couple double-doubles in there. And that's what they're going to need. They're going to need – they're probably going to need 50 between Kassout and yeah, yep. um, Brocaille at least um, – to be in
0: this game, no love loss as we head on uh, just down Highway Six to to La Vista uh, with Papillion and Millard South. Yeah, we got uh, Millard South fans will travel. The Stanger family buying the full allotment of student tickets. <laughs> <laughs> they will try to. They'll bring all seventy-five of those kiddos to uh, the gym in Papillion. Uh, this one will be intense, right? No, no love lost between these two schools. Yeah. And you said North uh, South's playing, uh, yeah, much better basketball than they were earlier in the season. And they just... and I tried not to get caught up in the moment. Yeah. That's what you're for, right? You're pretty yeah. measured. You don't EKG of emotion. So I'm thinking, I think they're better than their record. But yeah. was that just because I just watched what they did yeah. the last couple of days? I I think they're better than their record. And if they take care of the ball in the backcourt, they yeah. can get a little loosey-goosey with it. But they got they got players. Yeah.
1: And that's kind of I think it's okay to say they were one of the more disappointing teams because that's what we expected. We thought they were gonna be able to be capable of this. And now here they are when it matters the most. They've kind of figured some things out, and now they're playing at the level that we thought they, they were going to. So props to that team and that coaching staff for kind of persevering through the struggles and figuring some things out that work.
0: A lot of pressure on Highlock and Aiden Graham to handle a very physical bunch and, and Blake and Gage Stanger. That, if you could play a game of two-on-two, two, that will be about as intense as it, is, as it could be between that backcourt. I think actually that's where the game – could be one and lost. Keeping Highlock out of foul trouble. Aiden Graham's got to score the basketball just enough. The Stangers, Blake in particular, has to take good care of the basketball and make good decisions. It'll
1: be interesting to see how they defend Kyle Ingerson. I think uh, he's a guy that's capable of He's the X off. factor, yeah. right?
0: I mean, he's – listen, if, if I'm playing a game of horse or I'm out here in a three-point shooting contest, he's definitely – especially from distance, yeah. right? You want to you want to come guard a guy at 30 yeah. feet. Um Kyle's in that discussion. Which Kyle Ingerson will we get tonight? Because he will be pivotal.
1: It'll be interesting to see who they put on him defensively. I imagine and they go with Rucker. Yeah. So um, you got um, kind of a more traditional post out there, a little undersized, but um, obviously a tough kid football player.
0: And him and chasing him out. He'll on the he'll clutch and touch, too. Kyle's got to be willing to deal with yeah. some of the physicality because I think. If there's a scouting report on Kyle, it is to be as physical with him as possible. He has to be able to weather that.
1: Yeah. And and then you've got Luke, Luke Lindenmeyer has really turned it on over played the last well. few games. Played, and played
0: well as of late. So that kind of – adds some physical presence a little.
1: Yeah, so if Rucker's going to be out there chasing uh, – uh,
0: Puts a lot of pressure on Cooper Ingersen maybe. On the
1: perm, exactly. Cooper's going to have to do a good job of – because Ingerson will go inside and out. He'll knock you, or uh, um, Lindenmeyer will go inside and out. He, I think he knocked down four threes uh, last week. Well, and we game. hear the
0: chance of 22 Luke. points. <laughs> <laughs> As
1: to Monarch Faithful will let rain out. And then he can go inside and get um, buckets at the rim in the post, too. So, yeah, it's going to be a big game for um, Jack Cooper in particular. And he's kind of the guy that you've been waiting to get going this season. And if he can have a big game they're going to have a chance for sure, him. and He had a
0: fantastic six-minute stretch against Westside that I thought yeah. was the difference, especially in the fourth quarter. Key offensive rebounds. He had a couple of putbacks. He had an and one. Uh, that was the guy that – and it was in the paint. It wasn't from outside yeah. the arc hitting corner threes. He was a presence in the paint.
1: He's got a nice little jump hook there, and so it'll be him and Michael Harding, that kind of the senior duo there that, hey, this is your last chance here. Do you want to punch a ticket to state here? Um, you're going to have to show up and play your best Harding's basketball.
0: Harding's a tough kid. I, I, he's, he's savvy. He's, he's very steady. I, I think he's pretty underappreciated. I like him a lot. Oh, for sure. And
1: he, he's the guy that I was really impressed with too, just kind of seeing him over the last year um, in some, some fall league and some summer ball into, into the high school season. And he's just so steady. Yep. And he's physical. He's tough. He can, he can score inside a little bit. Uh, he can knock down a jumper. Uh, he's going to be solid for you. And that you need guys like that that are just gonna make yep. winning plays, and that's kind of what he is on that team. They needed i think uh I think he would have been a perfect, really good kind of complimentary number two, and they just haven't really had the number one score this year, so he's kind of had to do some some different things this year than he has previously um and that's kind of I think one of the things they've been figuring out this year
0: uh North Star and Bellevue west not a lot of depth for the yeah. gators, the navigators. Bell West appears to continue to be on that mission. There was no rest for the defending state champs; they've stayed hungry. But when you have that kind of senior leadership that they do, no surprise here. No, and I just that's going to be a tough one for Lincoln Star,
1: North Star. That, that trio of Quada um, Josh Brown, and Brennan Clemens Jr. What will
0: be their minutes? Clemens yeah. has got to stay on the floor. He's got a tough matchup. He'll be pulled away from the rim a little bit, and he's going to have to run the floor. Yeah, that's exactly it. That.
1: Bellevue West put so much pressure oh. on you. Make or miss, they're getting the ball to Chucky, back. and he's looking ahead. And Frankie Fiddler's great at leaking out. Um, Greg Brown's kind of the same deal.
0: <laughs> William Kyle, I <laughs> mean, those guys run the floor. Yeah, they, and they will run it down your backs. It will be very interesting to see how Clemens handles that pace. Yeah. So it's going <laughs> to. Uh, Coach Quattrochi's got got to going to have his cu- his work cut out for
1: him tonight. Kind of finding ways to to draw up. Uh, scheme up opportunities for those three guys knowing that they're not getting a ton of offensive help and you we know how good defensively Bellevue west can be um you've got i think chucky i'm assuming is gonna be kind of the the first guy up on uh quad um that's gonna be a tough matchup he's gonna gonna have to take care of the basketball exactly and you know that's one thing that (laughs) (laughs) the ball is never safe when chucky hepburn's uh in the area so that
0: game i'll be curious to see how it's officiated if it's played close to the vest and it is tight knit I think that's definitely advantage North star because Chucky is such a physical defender. I think he's clearly the hardest person in the state to officiate because of his timing, his instincts, his length, his subtle strength. Uh, he, it will be a handful and Quat is a little slight and he he can't allow himself to be bullied by a big, strong, physical, long defender. And then the, the last matchup, we got
1: Creighton Prep against Elkhorn South. Who uh, that was probably Elkhorn South against Carney. is probably the one of the the more surprising results. Not just that Elkhorn South won, but sixty nine
0: thirty one. Elkhorn South is they're almost be with patient here with me. They when I look at them on paper, they should be better. Yeah. I watched them against West Side Close. I didn't understand what all the hand wringing and consternation was about. They have good players. Uh, and, and I liked the way that they played. They were tough. That score was a little misleading. Westside pulled away, um, but Elkhorn South battled them early, and I was thinking to myself, this record is a little misleading. Yeah, and th- like you said, they've got a lot of capable players. I've got a lot of kids that have played um,
1: a lot of summer ball. Um, I think they're they still trying to figure out rotations and roles and kind of – making it all work this season. He was playing a lot of guys um, and things never really seemed to click consistently for them, but they've got some guys that can get hot. Um, Chase Anderson, Ashton Allison, Evan Hill. If those guys are, are on fire from deep, they can put up some points. So you're going to have to be careful of not giving them some good opportunities early on to, to see one or two go in one and to
0: get feeling good. We yep. forgot We That's, forgot Westside we... <laughs> and Millard West, which I try to refrain from talking about Westside, yeah. but no, I'm kidding. Um, a rematch from just a couple of weeks ago where Millard West ran into the proverbial buzzsaw. We, ca- we capped that game. We thought it was going to be very close. Contrasting styles, but we thought it was going to be a close game. That game was never close outside of the opening tip. Westside will try to play them... Very similar to they did the first time, really putting pressure on Miller West backcourt. And Evan Meyersick, uh, their six
1: five senior post who um, one of their best players, a big Evan. rule. He did not play in the district, uh, the district semi. So um, him being out, that's that that's one of your big advantages over Westside where yeah. you've got him, you've got James Conway, the guys that you can get the and ball And Now Westside
0: into. gets Tate Advati back. Yep which gives them some more versatility. He probably played 12, 13 minutes the other night against Benson and kind of working his way. looks to be in fantastic shape, Looked very slight. Um, he had a nice new haircut. He looks thin. Yeah. Um, as, as coach Simons tries to work him back in the rotation, figure out how to play odd and, you know, Logan Wilson, who's been playing really, really well, having his own personal block party uh, going for almost three blocks a night. He has been fantastic on the defensive end, especially helping weak side. And, He's a guy you and I talked about earlier that we thought right. could, Early. could play a, That may have been – I don't know if yeah. that was on or off, yeah, but we're maybe. like, wow. I would – this was before the yeah. – he's just a guy that you'd want on your team. If I was picking five guys and I had to go play a game, I'm, I'm, I'm taking Logan with me. Does all the dirty stuff. He stretches you just enough to keep you honest. Tremendous weak side rebounder. He's got a knack for shot blocking. He yeah. doesn't foul a ton – for as many blocks as he gets, and he's got some bounce to his game. He's got good anticipation. He's a little pogo stick.
1: Yeah, and he he plays longer than uh, I think. He listed six five, probably. He plays longer than that with that that shot blocking. And you mentioned he can uh, can shoot it just well enough that defenses have to respect it. He's a guy that'll put it on the deck and drive
0: and kick too. Um, so maybe he, my favorite component. He understand. He makes good yeah. basketball plays. Good player. And the pressure obviously will be on Chandler Meeks. Can take care of the basketball. He has to learn to be more of a distributor in this in this offense. Yeah.
1: And it seems it's a like, drive
0: and kick, drive and kick. And I haven't seen it just kind of looking at the box. It seems like he's done a little better with that yeah. in the last couple of games. Last couple of games. You're right. Yeah. You're right. So uh, it's really not getting too deep yeah. and then forcing shots because what Millard West will do is I think they'll stay attached to shooters. They were buried the first time around with collapsing on the drive leaving shooters, and Side shot the heck out of it. We'll see if they play it a little more straight up and stay attached to shooters. Yeah, you can see them try to
1: leave Trace Faden, uh, the backup big guy. Yeah, He'll probably have to play a little bit more, leave him at the rim, maybe try to um, just kind of have him there and have them try to challenge and finish over the top. Like you said, stay at home on those shooters. And Dom Hum, Ryan Larson, these guys. Uh, the Dustin Hatch, yeah, they're going to have to handle the ball. Chase Holtman coming in off the bench that's kind of where the game was won that that ball pressure so they're going to have to especially now um knowing that you don't have Sick inside James Conway is going to be huge but you got to yeah, be able to get one him of my the favorites, ball though. and he's <laughs> he's a guy that's going to be able to he's fearless play well but you got to create situations where you can get him the ball in the right spots to where he can go up and finish he's such a crafty strong finisher but
0: who doesn't uh, like a guy that wears no-show ankle socks with low tops i mean he <laughs> looks like a guy that I would pick first I'll, I'll take that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Should be fantastic. Uh, this time next week, we'll be previewing state. Yeah. And it'll be in, in Class A. All the fields will be set D through through Class A. We've got you covered. We'll have crowned the Lady State champs on their side. That's just good stuff. That's the legend. That's Jacob Padilla. I'm Damon Benning. We'll be back next week with Nebraska Preps postgame. Make sure you don't miss out. A Huda Media Production.